Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Tiffany, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Brian J. Klein, and I love AVA Live hey, Music. Hey, this is Rob Hill from Canada, and I absolutely love AVA Live Hi, Radio. Hi, this is Tara Everly of Iridescence, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hey, guys, this is Jacqueline Jacks, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Lainey Nash, and I love AVA Live this Radio. This is Chris Bishop, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hi, this radio. is Naomi Thumb, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hi, we're Orange Avenue, and we love AVA Live Radio. Hello, everyone. Welcome to AVA Live Radio. I'm your host, Jack Jacks, with another Behind the Music series where we get to hear the perspective of the indie artist. On today's show, I have an amazing interview for you from Bangalore. This one is by Manjati, and his new song is Hypnosis. Pretty interesting, I must say. And if you are into the subconscious and the invisible mind, then you're going to want to listen to this and hear this story coming up next. Creation 
Brand new song by Monjodi, and that one is called Hypnosis. It's so amazing that he should bring this up because I am so into this topic. Please welcome him to AVA Live Radio. Hi there. How are you? Hi, Jacqueline. Excited to be here. Thank you so much. I'm doing good. How are you doing? 
I'm awesome. Thank you. And so much better as a result of this talk that we haven't even had yet, because I am so into this topic. You know, I've been writing on uh, things like the invisible mind, your subconscious and self-sabotage and all kinds of things like upper limits. And I've done a great deal of studying on them. What, what made you, what prompted you to make this song? Okay, so uh, the invisible part of our mind is running the show pretty much for all of us, right? And it kind mm -hmm. of works in a subtle way from the background, and we are mostly right. not aware of it, right? And it's very much important to understand how this thing works, how our the invisible part of our mind works, because then we can take control of, you know, what's happening in our lives, you know, our actions, our behaviors, because uh, we kind of, you know, we, we kind of tend to self-sabotage our success and our happiness and we don't know how it happened because this master that is silently running the whole show you know has been uh, running a different program altogether so the science of how this program works in the background and the the baffling thing is that we don't control it directly but we do control it indirectly uh, so i have been fascinated by this topic because this is like the root of anything and everything that's happening in the world that we live in so uh, so it, this is basically, you know, some of my thoughts uh, going into the lyrics of the song. And I made a song out of it. And I'm glad that it's doing decent. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's amazing. And I think it, it's going to be all about when people hear this episode, it's going to be all about having them identify with exactly what is going on. Because a lot of people don't realize that they have upper limits. And they don't realize that they could be self-sabotaging themselves, you know, that, that, that they're not really as free as they think they are and that there's so much more they can tap into. Exactly. This topic is so exciting to me and I'm so happy to be talking to you about this. Uh, yeah, so, I talk about this all the time. Funny. This is a perfect here, song for here, it, too. So, like, my theory, my theory is that yes. we have upper limits. And they do change, yeah. but essentially, when you reach that upper limit and you're trying to strive past it, you might not realize it, but yeah. it kind of feels like stress. It feels like there's anxiety. It's like being given your chance is the hardest thing, and you have to be willing to push past that anxiety in order Absolutely. to really take your thing. And that's when people shut down, right? Yes, yes, yes. But uh, essentially, I believe, uh, I'm, I'm so thankful to you, you brought this up. Essentially, that exactly is the essence of how this whole thing functions. So we like to believe that, you know, we are supposed to be happy, 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 and it, it's not good if you're sad, sad, sad. But essentially, it's, it's a series of, uh, you know, death and rebirth cycles that we go through. And that's the only way we progress. That's the only way we evolve. So we have to respect the process. And it's about tearing down the old to make room for the new. So you're not going to like it. You're, you're going to feel anxious even. You're going to probably suffer a bit. But understand that this is necessary because you're tearing down the old belief system, old you know, emotional architecture and your old muscles, and you're making room for the new. And you have to push past that. And if you understand how the process works, you'll understand that it is leading to something good, right? And you will respect it. And over a period of time, you'll learn to go through it. And the arrival is very sweet. It's very fulfilling, right? The process is messy. 
and it, it, it's hard to you know wrap your head around this thing but uh, it's something that you know uh, people should think more about educate themselves uh, more it's funny when you think about pain right like if you have muscle pain yeah. it's really and it's a symptom of something that's wrong so sadness yes. and anxiety is actually the symptom of that process making room for phase two. So as you move on to the next phase, you start to feel right. the sadness, the anxiety, maybe depression, something, because yes. you, you just are challenging yourself and you're not quite aware that challenge is okay, right? Now, I think, and I'm not perfect at this by far, nobody is, right? Because you're always going to hit something that you haven't prepared yourself for. But I think in, in a lot of ways, I've really gotten past a lot of the challenge because I know that if something is hard, I feel like if I can get yeah. over that wall, then on the other side is going to be a great success and another door is going to open for me. So that's how I've trained myself, but it's taken many, many years to do it. And do you think that that's part of this whole process? Yes, uh, it, it takes time because uh, we are culturally hardwired. Uh, most of us to avoid pain and just embrace um, embrace pleasure, but that's a false notion, right? Uh, when you go through life experiences, you tend to understand that it's it's slightly different, right? It's a series mm -hmm. of uh, you know uh, discomfort, comfort, discomfort, comfort, death and rebirth. By death, I mean you know parts of you that's not going to serve you anymore are going to die, and when a part of you dies, you're going to feel pain, but realize that it's making room for something new that's just the way all of us understand because this is something you understand by experience this is not something you can understand intellectually through uh through uh, by attending a lecture or something like that because this this is something that happens instinctively in our gut and you you cannot mm -hmm. understand that by reading a book you can only understand it when you're going through it and you install the ability to go through uh, the process only by doing it repeatedly, sort of, it, it, it becomes part of your uh, being, your core being or your subconscious. So, yeah, essentially it, in, it involves a lot of repetition for almost every one of us because I think all of us learn uh, by doing. The real lessons come through experience, uh, I believe. That's interesting. So, you know, I like what you said that we're trained to embrace pleasure. So we tend to choose the easy yeah. road instead of taking the tough yeah. hurdles and, you know, just heading straight for them where like, you know, um, somebody, I guess that has trained themselves knowing that the easy road is never going to get them to where they want to go there. It's more important for them to get to where they want to go. So they just have learned to just, you know, go full force at that wall, no matter how tall the wall is. Or even if it looks like steel and you can't get through it, it doesn't matter, right? Because it's just a mindset. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, the funny thing is there is no other way. I mean, you think that there is, a, there is something, you know, somehow you can work around it, you can do something else, or you can stay back, but it's, it's just going to haunt you. The truth is going to stare you on the face and it's going to hit you on the face. So there is no other way, usually, most of the time. You know, you have to go through the process. I mean, we don't learn this until, you know, the truth hits us on the face very hard, right? And, <laughs> and yeah, and the first time it hits, hits us, we, we are just, you know, knocked out of the park. And then, you know, we kind of, uh, you know, get back up and then try one more time. And then, you know, second time we are kind of, you know, a little better. And then we do it again and again and again and again until we understand that this is the way it works. The only way is to condition your mind, uh, to train your mind, uh, you know, to 
uh, perceive this scenario in a different way. Um, and there's an evolutionary psychology behind this, uh, which, uh, you know, I, I, you might be knowing. Uh, we can talk about that if you're interested. We can discuss that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, dive in. I love this stuff. Yeah. This is, you know, th- my whole Instagram page is dedicated to this. <laughs> it's basically I, what I, I write about. I got that. Yes, yes. I understood that. In a moment, I saw, saw all the content. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is such great content. And, you know, this is something that everybody should be reading and consuming on, on a daily basis, you know, uh, to improve the quality of their lives and, you know, uh, to sort of build up the operating system in their subconscious, which will help, help them to navigate through life. Uh, so, okay, coming back to uh, why we avoid, right? So, uh, mm-hmm. we, we all know that we used to be, you know, uh, we used to be living in jungle, like probably thousands of years back. And, mm-hmm. and we all adapt to the environment, right? So uh, when we were living in jungles, our, uh, the priority was to survive. It was not to thrive. Happiness was not the goal. Not dying of hunger or not dying of a natural disaster was the goal when we were living in jungles. So survival was the name of the game, not thriving. So what we happened is we adapted to the environment, meaning we were conditioned to be alert all the time to find problems around us so that we could avoid them so that we could be safe but the thing is and we adapted to the environment but the thing is now thousands or millions of years later even though the surroundings have changed completely but we still have that hardwiring that that you know adaptation that happened thousands of years ago and right now we notice problems before something good we notice what's bad before we notice something good because it's inherent hardwired in us to notice what's bad, what's, what's not going to work, so that we can avoid them, so that the tiger won't eat us. But the problem is there's, not, there's no tiger anymore, <laughs> right? We are still... Yeah. Yes, but the thing is, this thing is still there in, in our head. Uh, we are still hardwired. Uh, so, so, so what is the way out of this? Uh, I, I've been trying to like, you know, find the hacker this for a very long time. Uh, the way around this is you train. You retune you know, your default hardwiring on a daily basis because it will tend to go back to that old program, right, which is mm-hmm. evolutionary in nature. So you need to retune it, meaning you need to train your brain to force, uh, you know, noticing uh, what's positive, what's right. You know, you need to force it in the beginning and then it's going gonna, it's gonna to learn this new program, right, over a period of time. And it's going to require a lot of work. And if you leave, leave it in between, it will tend to go back to that old program again. So this is the story of the world we live in. The thing is, we are not designed to be happy. We are designed to survive. And we need to retune it on a daily basis. And that's where the work comes in. That's where there is a lot of hard work. And that is something we all must learn to do. <laughs> so that's wow. a part of the theory. That's so, that's so amazing. I, I love the way you, you describe that. And it makes such sense, Thank you. you know, I think a lot of people are going to understand it from your description that we are trained from, from a long time ago, you know, it's just kind of like in our DNA to be in the fight or flight, you know, and, and not to really Absolutely. be searching for happiness. So, you know, I guess yeah. it, it is very tempting, especially in our generation today to pursue the easy roads because it just feels, you know, a lot less stressful, but like you said, ultimately, there's always going to be hurdles and challenges, and it's relative, right? So the more you don't deal with things, the, yeah, the more dramatic absolutely. all the little things feel. 
absolutely absolutely uh, yeah it it it's it's relative yes it 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 it's based on contrast for example let's say if you're conf- confronted with a very big obstacle right and mm-hmm. you somehow navigate your way through it and then all the other obstacles will seem so insignificant and so small in the context of this so higher true. bigger obstacle yeah. right so so it works so on the principle of contrast right and if you yeah. absolutely do not expose your yourself uh, you know to uh, obstacles or difficulties or discomfort what happens is we again get programmed to expect the easy way out and you know if you do it long enough we are going to have a hard time even deciding what to have for dinner right that's how you know uh, i mean your emotional <laughs> muscles are so weak that you can't even yeah. you can't anything done right so and and that's right. very very scary that's more scary than being in a difficult seemingly difficult scenario <laughs> right to become so someone true. like that yes yeah <laughs> so so true you know in well in all the years that i've been uh working in this industry i remember since you're talking about it i remember times when little things used to stress me out and now i don't sweat the small stuff at all cuz it's like it it can all be cured in literally a fraction of a second like every single thing that happens we can fix, you know, it's never that big of an issue, but I still run into people where little things that I can fix in five minutes become majorly big hurdles to them and just so dramatic and impactful, you know, and I try to remember back at a time when that really was the case, you know, for me. So I have empathy for it, but the good news is that usually a lot of the things that, you know, if, if you're not pushing yourself every day that you feel are really impactful in your life, they're really not. And if you look five years from now, you won't even remember that one moment that you're having at this moment in time where you feel like your life is falling apart. Five years from now, you won't even remember it. And that's the funny thing. Yes, yes, yes absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it comes back to, uh, you know, whether you're training your mind. Daily. If you're not cultivating your emotional muscles, on a daily basis yeah. through life circumstances so or some sort of a uh, you know uh, difficult or tricky scenario tricky in the sense of not catastrophic failure tricky in the sense of something that will probably make you uncomfortable but you're going to feel good at, at the end of it and it's going to train you train you a little bit and you're ready for that uh, you know surprise uh, event that's going to knock you uh, uh, you know off your feet at one point of time you're you're prepared for that because it's you, you have like uh, been there done that kind of uh, untouchability let's say you know since you have right. been training yeah little by little so on daily basis and 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 it's you're training your mind and uh, you know that is something we have to do consciously deliberately and it is something that everybody should encourage right because little discomfort we all can take on on daily basis and it's something that will serve us in the long run and it's actually going to result in fulfillment that is something that has been you know that is eluding people of this world from like you know since forever <laughs> how to be fulfilled it actually the Isn't path it is true yeah not safe so unfortunately yeah no i get letters <laughs> every single day every single day from yes. from the words that i put out on social media cuz i i talk a great deal about this as you know and and I get letters yes. every single day from people saying they just needed to hear this and thank you so much. And, right. you know, this really made an impact in their life today. And it's amazing that I, I do feel empathy for it because all of the words that I, I talk about, it always comes off of something that I've gone through. 
and that, you know, I've just learned from experience. And at this point in the job that I have, it is very intense and it is really high paced. And I think along with the, my own personal goals and dreams and life and family and everything, you tend to hit a lot of walls, right? But I've never, I've, yeah, I just don't let them stop me at this point. It's not something, you know, let's put it this way. This that we've created here with AVA Live Radio, it never existed 10 years ago, and everybody told me it couldn't be done, you know. But look at us now, we now have all of these wonderful yeah. people together, and everybody gets along, and you know, there's no strife, everybody's working together, they're you know, discovering each other. And who would have ever known that it could come to this and be so impactful in so many lives all at once? You know what I mean? And that's about getting through hurdles. So you never know. And as a musician, as an artist yourself, the impact yes. that you can have as just one person making music, yes. especially like this and telling your story and talking about what you've been through and how you came to this, that is hugely yes. impactful. Do you have more songs that are in this vein? Yes, absolutely. Uh, so uh, the name of the album that I'm working on is also Hypnosis. Uh, so this is this is kind of uh, the title song. I have another uh-huh. song which is going to be out uh, by end of this month. It's called Neighbor. Uh, <laughs> that's also another uh, phenomenon of the world. Like n- by neighbor, I mean, you know, uh, the tendency to compare ourselves with others. Uh, to give you an example, uh, let's say um, uh, let's say if you have a, a Nokia rot- rotary phone, right? And mm-hmm. you're like, this 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 thing is not good, right? Because there are people around me are having iPhones and Android devices and this and that and technology. So far, what do I do with the rotary phone? But but if you if you think about it, four generations back, this would have been a miracle in the hands of a king who's ruling the world, this rotary phone would have been a miracle, right? The same that you're cursing, that you're not happy about. So how is it that the same phone uh, is, would have been a miracle in, in the hands of a king, right, of the, of the world four generations back, and now it, it's worthless? Because you're comparing it with, it with uh, uh, what, what other people own. So basically, it's, uh, what, what we are saying is our expectations are relative. It's compared to uh, you know what people around us have, like uh, mm-hmm. right the, the frame of reference that you have. For example, if you're a millionaire, and if you compare yourself only with billionaires, then you're not, never going to be happy. But if you're if you're not a millionaire, you're earning you know hundred thousand dollars per annum, and you focus on the fact that fifty percent of the people uh, in this world live in less than two dollars a day then you will feel so abundant and blessed and significant, right? So this frame of reference is running our lives and that, that's uh, deciding how happy or unhappy we are, right? Uh, who you are comparing yourself with. So uh, I'm using the term neighbor. Neighbor is basically someone we compare ourselves with. So that's that. the next song is going to be about. It, it's again a, a mental, uh, mindful, subconscious phenomenon. So it's around the topic that we are talking about right now. <laughs> along the lines, I believe, to some extent. I do, too. I really do. It makes so much sense. And you're in the... Let me ask you a question now. You're in... Are you in Bangalore? 
right now i'm in my hometown which is uh, basically the eastern part of india this is guwahati assam but i am pretty much a bengalorian now from more than 10 years around 10 years now that's a, a heavy high tech industry there now right isn't that the center of of technology uh, absolutely absolutely yes yes it, it, it's i think uh, they call it the silicon valley of india right so it's, yeah it's, Interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Are you yeah. into are you into technology? I was big time uh, I'm I'm basically a, a computer science graduate by you know by profession and my academics I did computer science. So I was mm-hmm. into it big time but then I switched roles somewhere along the way. Uh I still do tech stuff on and off uh but it's not you know the only thing that I do. you know it's it's majorly around music these days but so, yes i am yeah what is the what is the as far as technology what do you see from your point of view because you have an understanding of it and you see how everything is going and changing and i i'm heavily into it i mean i've been coding since uh you know the 90s or the 80s <laughs> so okay. where Great. Where do you feel things are going for music and how far do you think it's going to go? Uh I feel that technology is fundamentally important. It's extremely important because it is making things so much easier. Uh mm-hmm. for example, you and I are able to talk because of technological advancements right now at this right. point of time. So it is it is yeah. extremely important. But uh, there is a tipping point, I believe, uh when you talk about technology, meaning uh you have to control it and not let it control you you know you have sure. to be wary mm-hmm. of that at all point of time because uh, we see social media taking over our lives uh, mm-hmm. in ways in more ways than we would have liked i believe and it's kind of running our lives and so you know it it can, it can be it can be consuming if you are not careful because it is designed to uh, hijack your attention right it is so right that, so basically that is beyond the tipping point right so yeah. uh, until you stay within the tipping point it's great it's amazing i love it i love it so much i mean if not for technology i would not be as successful as i am in music you know through reasons which are direct and also indi- indirect reasons. yes yes so and i'm going to be in touch with technology for as long as i possibly can but that's not going to be the only thing that i do which was the case like Five, six, seven years back. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I know. Isn't that the truth? We. I'm always looking to to connect. You know, see, we have such a a huge pool of of so many people in the industry, and we're still basically. I mean, we're using a lot of technology to connect, but not nearly what we could be using. Right. Of course, we could develop apps. in which we could like yes. you know direct direct mail people to their phone and keep them more up to date in a more powerful way right now we're still using email systems which is wonderful because you know as long as you still receive email and you can get that then that's great because you it's getting yes. delivered and you can see the open yes. rates and yes. you can kind of see what's happening but i'm always Absolutely. intrigued in technology and how it's running you know one of the things for me that i've noticed with artists is For you guys it seems like the one and only thing you really have is your social media pages in order in order to use those profiles to access new people. Other than that you right. have to use other people's platforms 
in order to access new people. But social media pages are other people's platforms as well because you don't own them. So you are kind of captivated by technology and limited at the same time in the same way that like if Facebook shuts down from the algorithm, you're limited, right? And if that was the only thing you had going on, then you now have no reach where you had reach before. What do you think as an indie artist is most needed and something that we can do to actually make things better. You know, I'm always trying to think of what is it that, you know, you and I can do to make things better and, and take over, you know, the, the ability to form a career. Is it just the education, do you think? Or is it something more than that? Is it like a, a piece of structure or something that can be really powerful for one artist to be able to lock into and have at their fingertips. Right. Uh, I believe there is a little bit of uh, education required uh, because I believe that talent is overrated uh, because there are so many of the, there are so many talented people who do not end up, uh, you know, being successful uh, because there are other components, there are other elements that we need to focus on. For example, you need to strategize around how the talent is going to reach out to the world. Like if you're only talented and if you're not able to reach out, then it's not, it's not going to be of any use. And that reaching out science is a science in itself, right? You need to reach mm-hmm. out to people who can help you to reach out, right? So uh, uh, first thing is don't be, uh, I think we need to educate people that don't be stuck in the confines of the creative talent that you have. Of course, that is the fundamental thing. Without that, you will not be anything. You have to get that piece right. But once that is right, you have to go beyond that. I'm not saying acquire other skills. Maybe if you can, go for it. But maybe find other brains, meaning a strategic brain, a marketer, a manager, will help you to, you know, uh, in the science of reaching out. And then Mm -hmm. I think it's just about that. You create your piece of content, you create your piece of music or piece of art. And then it's just about, you know, helping you to reach out to the people and then probably selling it to them or, uh, you know, uh, or yes, you know, uh, uh, hitting the target audience. Uh, uh, What I can do, I think if we educate people around this piece, because it's it's not just a right brain component. It's not just a, as a musician. It's not just a creative component. The intellectual component, the intellectual part of our brain, uh, plays a huge part. And if I have to tell the truth, probably it's it's bigger than the creative aspect, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And we have to bring that into the picture, one way or the another. Either you become the person who handles the creative and intellectual aspects both, or you bring in a person who handles the intellectual strategic and the visionary components uh, of any uh, pursuit, be it music or any form of art. So a first piece is, I believe, education, you know, but, you know, get, get insights into the nitty gritties of how people build their careers. Because if you get into the details, you'll know that it's not just the guy practicing day in and day out his craft. Of course, that is the case. But there are other things that they did right. Uh, you know, uh, just get the, get the truth, get the details. There's a lot of it, you know, that, that we tend to miss. Uh, yeah, I think that is the first component. And, uh, of course, and, and once, uh, once that thing is done, then probably what we can do is to help artists, probably apart from the artist aspect of it, 
try to automate the remaining aspect, which is like the managerial aspects or, you know, reaching out science, which is already there. I mean, Eva Life is doing such a phenomenal job, you know, so far. It, Thank it's, you. it's a miracle. <laughs> it's, it's, it's such a great thing to happen to artists. And uh, I think, and, and there are other platforms like Reverb Nation and many more, right, who's, who's, done, who's made it so easier than before, so much easier. But there is scope for improvement yeah. in terms of automating other aspects of uh, an artist's career, which is outside the creative part, because as an artist, inclu- myself included, I only like I want to focus on uh, the creative part. I just want to, you know, get lost in the wilderness and, you know, <laughs> create some form of uh-huh. music. And I don't want to worry about anything else. You know, I want another brain that's taking care of yeah. everything else. You know, <laughs> I agree. So, I agree. Here's of- something, you know, one of the projects that I have in the works that is uh, actually about to launch. It's one of our newer ones. And and I've been holding it back a little bit because I wanted to make sure that we had it perfect and, and, and also make sure that it, it filled the need in the most impactful way that we could for, for our artists was a mini press launcher. And what it is, is basically uh, right now, when you, when you put music on our site, we actually form a press release and that goes out to all of our press, right? So all of the other radio stations and the editors and the blogs and music curators and anybody we know that has a playlist that they're curating, all kinds of people. And we're constantly adding to that list after we verify them, of course. But there was something else. And I feel like that is one thing, right? But there's a, there's a part in between that, like, when you launch a song, and as an artist, I, I kind of feel the need for this. You're going on your social media page, and your direct action is to try and figure out what to say and how to yes. say it. And then if you put it on your own page, it's not that impactful because it gets to 1% of your following. Yeah. So what yes. if we created a launcher where you filled in a form, right? So a quick five-minute form where you put the information, you answer the questions. So we prompt you to to draw out the right things. We do a quick edit on it and make sure that things spelling's good. And, you know, you've got it filled in right. And then it automates the launch. So it goes across all social media pages now giving you a, a position where you could just maintain a website and a blog and you actually don't have to worry about social media pages as much. Because if they're only reaching 1% and they're shifting so much, then you can focus on one social media page and let the auto launcher press out all of this information, like when's your next gig and, you know, when's the next release coming and, hey, I was in the studio today, here's an announcement, I wrote a blog about it, and that that gets pressed out. And let that be able to do these micro-releases all day long if you wanted to. I feel like there's a need for that. Do you feel like that would be helpful? It would be phenomenal. I'm so looking forward to it because you just touched one of my pain points. <laughs> right? You know, That's it, what, I, it I feel it too. It would be so wonderful, wonderful, right? I just push out yeah. one post and it just reaches right. out across all social media platforms and automatically yeah. and provide it. And it's optimized further. Like you can boost it further, right? Yes. In all of the platforms. Right. That can be automated. Yes. Because so we can have we can have our social machine. We can actually yes, have it automated. Good. And if you fill in the the areas correctly, 
then, you know, it'll just get posted really fast and it'll already be optimized and like delivered to the right places. Cause our dashboards are, you know, we have, we have a, a really great automation process where we can push out any tweet or any, any post on any of the social media pages from LinkedIn to Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook. And we literally have designed it so that we fill it in once and we just kind of switch it up depending on the platforms, but it pushes across, you know, 48, 50 different platforms. So I'm trying to make this available, you know, for anybody, anytime. So you don't have to go through the whole process of just releasing the music because usually you only get it in one of these packages. But I'd like to be able to offer a level of that um, as well for every single thing that you have to advertise, you know, and I feel like if the cost was really inexpensive, you know, maybe like $5 or something like little that we could keep up with, then you could just go on there and every day you could create a little micro press release on something important that drives traffic to your video or your blog or, you know, one link somewhere. And that leaves, you know, alleviates a lot of the pressure and the stress. Yes, yes, yes. No, this this one little thing would be an exponential leap in the growth of the artist landscape across the globe, I believe. I mean, probably 10, 20, 30, 40, 100 times. Uh, This is such an optimized, you know, thing to do. The the, the most optimal thing that you can do is optimize how you reach out to your uh, people socially. Uh, that this is precisely that thing that you are doing. And, you know, you can further optimize it and sky is the limit. Of course, you're going to do it. And this is such a great start and I'm looking forward to it. So when are you releasing it? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I've been sitting on it for, for about two months now and just, you know, trying to study okay. up and make it better and, you know, just kind of get some uh, little minor details taken care of. And I'm watching the algorithms carefully on different social networks so that when we do it, you know, I don't want to have to redo it. I want to make sure that everybody from the start gets the maximum potential they can, and then it just grows from there. So we want to make sure that before we open it up and release it, that it's something that we don't have to go back and fix after everybody hits it at once, because we're talking about thousands, you know, maybe a day that are going to come in on this thing, and we have to make sure it gets yes. it's done right. <laughs> but it's we do right, have right. it in the works. And I think it's Sorry? been it's been wonderful. I said we do have it in the works, and I think it's it's yes. definitely yes. a needed thing. We have a lot of our affiliates who have jumped on board, and they're going to let us um, yes. access their social media pages as well and put all of this yes. information, all of these releases out there. So you know, time released, but they'll they'll be pushed out over the course of a, a couple of days. And I think that that's something that I would love to offer. And it's been something I I can totally see. And I see from your excitement that it's definitely a go. (laughs) That's great. It's definitely a go. And first of all, I want to thank you for putting this noble intention behind creating something so extraordinary. It's going to be extraordinary. Let me put it that way. And, you know, it's your goal is impact, which is very rare in the world that we live in. And it, it's so great to have someone like you taking care of thinking about artists like us and not not just artists, probably more than artists. And thank you so much. And we are looking forward to it. And as soon as, you know, <laughs> I, you know, I get to say it, I'll just jump in and I'll share it with as many people as I can. And, you know, 
<laughs> thank I you. I really appreciate that. I know. I'm excited. Thank I'm excited so to try it myself. <laughs> All right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you absolutely. so much for talking with me. I really appreciate you being here. And this is just fascinating. Please keep going. I, I love what you're doing. And this project is thank you so wonderful. Much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for everything that you're doing for all of us, you know, across the globe. And it's going to get better. I, I hope that, you know, it, it's 100 times better next year and so forth every year. <laughs> right. Oh, and absolutely. So on. Yes. No, and, no and doubt about thank that. You. Thank you. Great interview. What a wonderful conversation. That was Mon Gioti on AVA Live Radio. He's in India. And, you know, it's funny that we ended up on this topic because he and I have so many parallels from the subconscious mind and things that, you know, stop you from being able to push forward and come up with these amazing, innovative ideas for, you know, how to do things better. And also just to to let your fears go and be able to be creative in outside of the box thinking, you know, things that you could just imagine or dream up and never really understand, um, you know, how impactful they can be until you just let them be. A lot of people don't realize, but you're stopping yourself from doing that. You know, you can have those impactful days, those ideas one after the other that you can take baby steps towards and actually make them become a reality. I know because if you told me 10 years ago that I would be sitting in this chair doing what I'm doing today, I would have never guessed it. I really wouldn't have. I was always in the music industry, but never to this extent and not in this many, um, you know, technical, detailed ways and just trying to make it better. You know, you never know, because I look at things like uh, Spotify today and how powerful they are. But then I remember the days of MySpace and how powerful it was and how we built infrastructures on things like MySpace and we built our whole careers on things like YouTube uh, monetization and Facebook. And now that's all been taken away from us. So you never know. I mean, Spotify could be taken away or could change at any time. So I'm always looking for ways to do things that can't be taken away, things that are a little more substantial and that actually reach people, aren't just about making profit, but are there to make lives better and easier so that people can create and be free to create and not have to be a jack of all trades. This is Jacqueline Jacks for AVA Live Radio. Great to have you here with me. Tune in again tomorrow for more Behind the Music. And don't forget about the Daily Jacks every morning at 6 a.m. I'll see you guys later. Have a great day. And remember, do something awesome today. Push yourself. Don't limit yourself based on what somebody else told you you can or can't do. Hi, this is Tiffany, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Brian J. Klein, and I love AVA Live hey, Music. Hey, this is Rob Hill from Canada, and I absolutely love AVA Live Radio. Hi, this Radio. is Tara Everly of Iridescence, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hey, guys, this is Jacqueline Jacks, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Lainey Nash, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Chris Beeson, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hey, this is Radio. Neil.